Well, hello and welcome to the Landmark Seminar Program. A few things to go over before we begin. One, please understand that all material presented here is owned and copywritten by Landmark Worldwide. Secondly, you'll want to have a, your notebook and a pen ready to go to capture insights along the way. As this is a recording, you always have the option to uh, stop the recording, to give yourself extra time to inquire further into what you're looking at. And then, um, you know, have this next 20 minutes or so be all yours. So minimize any distractions, uh, turn off the phone, find a babysitter, <laughs> whatever, just so you can have this be all yours. Okay. So this is the conversation that was delivered at the end of session seven. So this is, I'm not going to represent the introduction to the landmark form that we all had, which was extraordinary. This is going to be the conversation that was designed for both the participants and their guests. So in it, in it, we continued working from the intention of the seminar, which is to bring workability and freedom and possibility to every aspect of life. Um, to have this conversation be relevant, I want you to identify an important area of your life that's not working or not working as well as you would like. And you can continue to focus on areas you've been using um, earlier in the series, or you can pick a new one. Um, you know, pick an area of life in which you would like to have results beyond what you currently have. And here's the deal, you guys. The truth is that for most people, when they really look, there's a whole lot of areas in life where there's room for a whole new level of workability. Right? Right. All right. So with that paper and pen, uh, take a moment and write down an area of your life where you see you'd like to have things work beyond how they're currently working. Then, so you're going to write down the area, and then you're going to write a short statement about the area. Like, what is it about the area that's not working or not working as well as you'd like? And be as specific as possible. So, you know, from the seminar, people picked finances or retirement or relationship or dating. So areas of life where you're not satisfied with the results you currently have. Okay. So you got your area of life and then you have a short statement of the area and what it is about that area that's not working or not working as well as you'd like. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at how we normally deal with the areas of our life that are not working. And the question we want to look at is when things are not working, what is the very first thing that you look for? What do you say? Well, if things aren't working, we look to see what happened. We look to see uh, what there is to fix. I mean, when things aren't working in your life, what is the first thing that you look for? Okay. You should have written those things down, maybe. <laughs> but consider that when things are not working in life, the very first thing that people look for is the explanation as to why things are not working. That's right. The minute you and I see something in life not working, we immediately, immediately need to figure out why it's not working. It's like it's inbred in us. We instinctively react to life not working by coming up 
with all the reasons and explanations as to why things aren't working. So, of course, we also have to come up with something else. We have to come up with someone to blame. So you could say that when things aren't working in life, you and I act like detectives trying to solve a crime. And like the detective working on a big case, our job is to come up with the theory of the crime. And then after we come up with our theory, we set out in life to uncover all the clues that will prove our theory correct and eventually solve that crime. So can you see that when it comes to life not working, you become like that detective trying to solve that crime case? Yeah, and in the seminar, every you know, most everyone raised their hands. So now we want to see how this relates to the area of life you selected for the exercise. So I want you to take a moment now and look at that area of life that you wrote down and begin to see how you have been playing detective. Begin to write down your theory of the crime. So there's your area. There's your complaint about it. Now, I want you to give me the theory of why it's that way. In your notebook, write the story you've come up with to explain why things are the way they are. Be sure to include who you see is at fault. What should have happened that didn't happen? What went wrong and why did it go wrong? Get down the whole version of the story. Take a minute or two to do that. Put me on pause and then come back. Okay, great. So now you're back. <laughs> so... Can you see that you've come up with a whole story that explains why things aren't working? Very good. Next, rather than assess, I mean, okay, first of all, just look at that as a scenario. It's like a possible scenario, isn't it? So rather than assess whether your theory or your story is accurate or not, we're going to come at this from a different, very different direction from a different question. And the question is, what is it that drives you as a human being to frantically look for the stories that explain why things aren't working? And isn't that what we do? I mean, we have to explain it. We look for the reason. We talk to our friends about it. We go online and we Google. Yes, why don't things work? Well, I'll tell you the answer is very simple. Why we're driven to come up with stories is because you and I, as human beings, live in a superstition about how to have life work. Yeah. So in other words, when it comes to powerfully dealing with what isn't working in life, we are as superstitious as a child who believes in fairy tales. So what is the fairy tale that human beings live in regarding how to have life work? Well, the answer is simple again. People live in a fairy tale that how you get life to work is to come up with a good story. So in fact, the moment we experience that life isn't working, we're driven to come up with a good story because we actually think that's how you get life to work. And we live as if the following equation were true. So please write this down. Unworkability. This is an equation, you know, like math. 
unworkability plus a good story equals workability. Yeah, unworkability plus a good story equals workability. So in life, people act as if that good story is what it takes to have life work, to have your relationships work, your career work, your future turnout. So in life, people act as if a good story is what it takes to have life work. Now, this is why we're driven to come up with stories to try to solve the crime, to have this equation work out. So inside this fairy tale, we never deal responsibly with the fact that this good story about why things don't work, it doesn't work. A good story doesn't have things work. A good story just leaves us with things not working, except now we have a good story. So when you can see that a story added to unworkability doesn't result in workability, then you can consider other possibilities for having life work. Well, what's another possibility for having things work? Well, another possibility is, rather than adding a good story to what doesn't work, actually take the story out of the equation. So, you know that, so you have the equation, right? Unworkability plus a good story equals workability. So if you were to scratch out a good story and instead write a question mark, we would have this equation, unworkability plus hmm, a question mark equals workability. Yeah, so when you take the story out of the equation, you can powerfully begin to address what it is that transforms unworkability to workability. So you see, after you take the story out of the equation, you can then ask, well, what is it then that can be added to unworkability and actually results in life working? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's simple. What you add to that equation is integrity. So consider that the real equation for having like work is as follows. Unworkability plus integrity equals workability. And inside of that equation, life gets very simple. You see, when I take the case that the access to workability in life is integrity, then I create new openings for action to deal with what isn't working. And when I take the case that the access to workability is integrity, then I can take the story out of the equation and start to look for what actions I can take to restore integrity. So given the work we've done in the seminar so far, what are some of the actions you could take to restore integrity? Yep, you could clean a mess, clean up a mess. You can acknowledge a broken promise. You can acknowledge a broken agreement. You can give up a standard. You could give up an ideal. You could complete a perpetration withhold. All of that. Very good. Okay, now. Next, I invite you to look at the area you wrote down in your notebook and begin to take the story out of your equation. And how you take the story out of the equation is by separating, separating out the facts from the story. After you separate what is happening in reality and you take that out, what you're left with is the facts distinct from the story. And right then, ask yourself, 
what actions can I take in this area to restore integrity and have things work? Okay, so now look for yourself. Write down whatever actions you can see that you can take to restore integrity at the, in that area. So you've looked at your story. You've actually separated the facts from the story. And now you're left in a place where you can, you know, with integrity, work to clean up the mess. Work to complete whatever's incomplete. Acknowledge the perpetration withhold. Restore your agreements. Whatever it is for you to do, write down those actions. Now, there's also, with your having gone through this process, something now becomes possible. It's critical for you, having done this work, that this isn't something that remains as a mere insight for yourself. This is something you want to share, especially with your people in your group, especially with the people with whom you may have uh, an out integrity with, but it has got to be out in your life. So share what you've identified. Share the story you came up with and what new actions you're going to take to restore the integrity and have the life work in that area. Your assignment between now and next session, that's session number eight, is to look in the areas of your life that you rated low on the scale of workability and ask yourself, what is the story you've used to explain why things are not working? And then your job is to take the story out of the equation and see what actions you could take to restore integrity in that area. Final step is to take those actions, come back to session eight, which is um, the 27th of July, and um, come back ready to share what you accomplished. You know, the next session, we will be considering integrity as being true to who you are, honoring your word as yourself, and we will move more toward freedom and possibility being present in your life. So it matters and it makes a difference that you come to your seminar. Be unreasonable with your word. Have everything work in life to be here, whatever happens. And if anything's incomplete for you with the seminar, please get in communication. You've got my email. You have my cell phone. And you have your group leader. So with that said and that created, I acknowledge you for your participation. I acknowledge you for being a graduate in the world and look forward to being with you at session eight.